you know, I said earlier, it's just, it's a, it's a blessing for us that you're a part of our church here. And, and I want to say this, you, you know, I mean, what Gary just said, not everybody's called to go to Africa, not everybody's called to missions, but something else I think that strikes me is that we're all called to what God's given us to do, as he said, but just staying in the game, staying with it till the end. I am so blessed that you guys are still doing this after all those years. And so just staying in the game, stay, staying with it as part of it. Um, so I, I'm just going to take a few minutes and close a little story too. Last week on Palms, or yeah, last Sunday on Palm Sunday, we talked about expectation, great expectations. And the when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on the back of a donkey, you know, they waved palm branches and thought that a savior was coming, a deliverer, somebody to set them all free. Um, we also, I said, you know, last week that that was the beginning of a very busy week for Jesus. Uh, Monday, the following day after the ride into Jerusalem, if you, you know, look through, you have to read the different gospels, but kind of put them all together. It was the day Jesus went into the temple and turned over the money changers tables and cleared them out for being, uh, you know, dishonest and unjust with people. And then uh, the following day, he was with his disciples, and that was the day that you recall he cursed a fig tree, which is a weird thing to do, but he used that. You know, we, we do object lessons with the kids. Donna's probably doing object lessons today. That was an object lesson that Jesus did because the tree wasn't bearing fruit, and he, and he talked to his disciples after doing that about living fruitful lives, and I'm just so blessed by you guys. Just That's a fruitful life. Um, Tuesday of that week was also the day that Judas went and negotiated with the religious community to turn over Jesus. He made a deal. And then Wednesday, there's no record of anything happening. It was kind of a quiet day, and I just imagine Jesus kind of praying and maybe being alone and being quiet before the Father, uh, kind of preparing his own heart for the next few days, which would be his last few days. Thursday, Thursday was the beginning of the end. Uh, things uh, took a dark turn on Thursday. Um, Jesus had what we have come to call the Last Supper. It was really dinner with his disciples. Uh, they borrowed a space in the upstairs of somebody's house and got together and they shared a meal and they shared communion and he washed their feet and he talked to them a little bit, uh, really beginning to tell them kind of that things were not going to happen the way that maybe they had thought. Uh, it was also during that time that uh, he confronted Judas. You know, somebody's going to betray me and they had that interaction. And so things were starting to kind of unravel. And that brings us to Friday. Friday uh, was a dark day. Friday, we, you know, we, we call it Good Friday, which is always weird, I think. And then some people more recently have taken to calling it Black Friday, uh, which is probably makes more sense. But in any case, 
Uh, on Friday, Jesus was betrayed. He was accused. He was arrested. He was uh, tortured. He was tr- tried, tortured, beaten, and crucified uh, all, in, all in that day. And it was also Friday that Judas became overwhelmed with grief and shame over what he had done and and went and took his own life, just overwhelmed by uh, his own, uh, you know, rebellion against who Jesus was. Saturday uh, was difficult. There's a lot of confusion, and Jesus' friends, uh, Joseph and Nicodemus, made arrangements for a tomb. He didn't have a place to be laid. And they made the arrangements for that and took him to the tomb and began to kind of figure out what the next step was. And then, of course, that brings us to Sunday, today, Easter Sunday. Uh, And again, I think early on, there was disappointment, there was confusion, uh, there was concern. Um, Mary and Mary go to the tomb early in the morning, and they're just going to prepare Jesus' body. But when they got there, uh, things weren't like they thought they would be. The stone in front of the tomb had been rolled away, of course. Uh, but more surprising than that was just the fact that Jesus wasn't there. And first an angel appears to them and says, hey, he, he's not here. He's not here. He's risen. And uh, they didn't know quite what to think of that. And then Jesus himself appears to them. He said the most amazing thing. And again, I think um, we had a couple words earlier. But I think that what Jesus said to Mary and Mary at that moment was maybe a word for us too. And he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. They were there and the disciples were not there. They were together in a different location and not knowing what the gals had encountered at the tomb. And so their hopes were crushed, and their world at that moment was caving in around them. I thought of uh, Proverbs this week, and the proverb that says, hope deferred makes a heart sick. And I thought, man, at that moment, their hearts must have been just sick, brokenhearted over all the hope that they had had, crushed. And it was later that day that, and this is the story we talked about last week, the two disciples were walking together to Emmaus and talking about everything that had gone on, and they were still confused. They still weren't sure exactly what had happened. And that's when Jesus came up and walked along with them, and they they didn't recognize him. They didn't, you know, he kept himself hidden from them at that moment. And, you know, he just said, hey, what are you guys talking about? And they said, how can you not know? Are you the only person that doesn't know what's gone on? Uh, And then uh, they told him what they knew, and then Jesus told them what he knew. 
And he kind of recounted the whole story and prophetic words from the Old Testament coming forward about all the things that were supposed to happen. And they were pretty amazed by that. And then they got to their home where they were going and uh, Jesus was going to keep walking. They said, no, no, come, come in and hang out. Come and have dinner with us. And so he went in. They sat at the table and it says that Jesus broke bread uh, and prayed. And when he did that, he revealed himself. They, they knew who he was. They recognized him. But as soon as they recognized him, he left. And I want to just take a minute and look at the scripture that happened right after that. This is that scene. He was at the table with them. He took bread. He gave thanks. He broke it. And he began to give it to them. And then their eyes were open. They recognized him and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And then this, then they got up and they returned at once to Jerusalem. I read that it was about seven miles from where they were to Jerusalem and they had just walked there and now they turn around and walk back, uh, maybe ran back. And there they found the 11 and those with them assembled together and saying, it's true. The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. And then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Uh, I'm going to invite the band to come back up. We are going to close with uh, just a, another song of celebration today. But I want to end this with, with this. That that's our hope too. On Easter, that's our hope. Sometimes... We don't see Jesus. We don't know he's there. <laughs> but he was there. And that's our hope. Whatever's going on today in your life right this minute, you may feel alone. You may feel as though uh, you're kind of left to your own whatever, and whatever is happening is going to happen. But the reality is this, that we have the hope that even when we don't see him, even when we don't recognize him, Jesus is there with us, and he is with you. And I want to say that uh, so, so clearly and strongly. Whatever's happening in the course of life, he's with you. So if you guys want to stand, we're going to close. The, the band's going to lead us in a just a song of celebration. And then at the end of that, uh, if anyone would like prayer today, if you need prayer, I just encourage you, just turn to somebody near you or grab somebody that you know or whatever. Just get prayer. Don't, don't leave without that, okay? Uh, and then uh, we'll, just, we'll just close at the end of the song.